0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Ultralight Backpacking Madness. Wow, a lot of money in that ultralight backpacking gear. I know that from back in 2007 when I got back into backpacking. After recovering from knee surgery, I realized I needed to lighten up the gear I had. My old school external frame backpack wasn't going to do the job. There were better and lighter tents, better fabrics being used for sleeping bags. So I started buying lighter gear and started evaluating every piece of gear. And I was probably a bit of a a weight weenie for a while. Counting ounces, I still watched the weight of everything I put in. But I may have even gotten a little carried away. Yeah, I do that. We need to really think, or at least I've gone through a bit of a thought process here over the last several years of dollars versus ounces. What is that threshold? When do we reach the point where the ounces we're saving just aren't balancing out in terms of the dollars we're spending? Today, I took out my backpacking gear the gear I would take on a two to three week trip and spread it out on the floor and looked at every piece of gear. Then I started making a list. If I was going to go hardcore ultralight, what would I need to do here? What would I need to replace and how much would it cost and what would be the ounce savings? And what I did is I went on sites that sold gear uh, and I pretty much stuck to just the the big items and then hunted around a little bit for the miscellaneous items but I really put a lot of time into looking at sleeping bags, pads, sleeping pads, backpacks, tents. Those were really the items I put the most time into researching. Here's what I came up with. Start with my sleeping bag. Right now, qu- quilt sort of thing. That's the vote. Sleeping quilts. It makes sense. I understand the technology and the philosophy of it. And when I looked at how much quilts cost versus my sleeping bag. It's not much more money. And it's maybe two or three ounces savings. That would pretty much be a wash. But considering the fact that I didn't go cheap on my sleeping bag, and that's the other, the one item I would tell everybody, do not go cheap on a sleeping bag. If you're going to spend a lot of money on any item, make it your sleeping bag. I did that. And I don't regret it. And my research showed me I'm okay in that place. I'm I'm okay when it comes to the sleeping bag. In that category, I'm in good shape. Then I move on to the sleeping pad. I was using a closed foam pad for a while. Then a few years ago, while on a scout trip, one of the other adults who I share backpacking backpacking interest with, and we talk about gear, and well, Pete Kowski, he's been a guest on the on the show. I noticed he was using an inflatable pad we were talking a little bit, and um, it got me thinking, you know what, I want to give one of those a try. Yeah, my closed cell pad might be 9 or 10 ounces, but a little bit of weight might be worth the comfort. So I found a pad by a reputable company, and by the way, I'm not going to mention companies by name here because I don't want it to sound like I'm endorsing or bashing anybody, but I did find a pad from a reputable company, not some unknown entity from Amazon. This is a a well-known manufacturer. It cost me $55. This pad is two inches thick, 24 inches wide, 72 inches long. Gives me plenty of room and it is super comfortable. I'm a restless sleeper. So this is important to me. Those of us who are, are blessed to be able to just sleep on our backs, lay down and fall right to sleep. Closed cell is great. I wish I was one of those people because you can save money and ounces if you're able to do that. But I need to go with a mattress. I need the comfort. I did some research to see what it would cost me to get an ultra light mattress. What I found was a 20 ounce by 72, a 20, 22 inch by 72 inch ultra light sleeping mattress, inflatable mattress. I'm not going to name the manufacturer. Probably wouldn't take a lot of work here to figure it out. Those of us who have backpacked or bikepacked probably could figure out the manufacturer when I give you the price, $214. So the ultralight pad, $214. The weight, the manufacturer's weight, 15 ounces. My pad, $55, a little wider, weighs a whopping 19 ounces, 19 more ounces. But a significant difference in the cost. $214 worth $55. I'm not going to do the math for you. I consider this an educational episode. So kids, get out your pencils and pens here and figure this out on your own. $214, $55, 15 ounces versus 19 ounces. A savings of four ounces. I'm going to give you that part of the equation. I'm going to be a nice guy here. I'm not going to be that tough teacher. I'll give you that part of the equation. I'm going to save four ounces, but what is it costing me to save those four ounces? Then I move on to the backpack. This may have been the most interesting of the items I researched. I found a backpack manufacturer, ultralight gear. Not the manufacturer name, it's ultralight gear. They use the NEMA. NEMA seems to be the, the fabric now for tents and and, and backpacks when it comes to our light packing backpacking. This backpack And I looked for something that was comparable to what I'm using, meaning it had the side pockets and all the amenities that I have in the backpack I'm currently using. The backpack I currently use, I bought in 2007 for $135 and it weighs 24 ounces and it's held up. It's been on scout trips. It's been on three week long backpacking trips and it's still in good shape. I could still use this. And I still, to this day, have taken it out on trips from time to time. I love this pack. When I found the comparable pack that fell into the ultralight category, after I added up the amenities, had things added on, like the side pockets, etc., the cost came to $449. And it weighed in at 26.22 ounces. So for this I'm going to spend, and again, I'm not going to do math for you. I'm going to spend $449 versus $135. That's the difference here, right? Or that's not the difference we're looking at here. Subtract 135 from 449. I'm actually paying that much more to pick up a couple ounces. A tent. That was almost as much fun as the backpack. I have a, tent that I, I, I found a tent that I really like a lot. It's freestanding, has everything I like in a tent. It's, um, double walled. Um, I, I, it might be the best tent I've ever owned. It was a Father's Day gift. So kids, I'm sorry I did luck it up. You spent $315. I'm grateful. Thank you. It weighs 31 ounces. Oink, oink, 31 ounces for my tent. I found an ultra light tent. That was $564 and weighed 14.26 ounces. Now there's a significant change. I looked, wow, okay, so that is significant. That's more than half the weight. But then I looked closer. That $564, that 14.26 ounces, doesn't include poles. It's trekking poles, but you can buy a pole. They add in and that adds a few ounces. It doesn't include the pegs. It doesn't include the pegs. So you have to buy the pegs. And of course, they're not going to sell you the 50 cent shepherd hook pegs that that bend as soon as they hit a pebble when you stick them in the ground. Now they're selling you the titanium pegs that are going to be lighter but more expensive, but are going to add to that 14.26 and definitely add to that $564 price tag. Not really making sense to me. Price, the money spent versus the ounces saved. And then when I looked at my miscellaneous items, and miscellaneous, I put in rain gear, eating utensils such as a cup. I keep them that, that stuff simple, you know, cup, spoon, stove, clothing, first aid items. Pretty much that that's my that's my miscellaneous stuff. I, I'm I'm a mental minimalist. No, I'm not an ultralight hardcore. Going to go with bare bones, but. I do watch the weight on what I bring in. My gear, when I added it up, came to $55. Now, disclaimer here. Of that $55, I have a homemade stove. I have a soda can stove. I have a pair of rain pants that I bought at the Goodwill. Columbia rain pants. Oops, I used a, I used the name of a manufacturer. They're good rain pants. I paid $5 at the Goodwill for them. Did the same thing my raincoat. And my first aid kit, well, it's hard really to add up that because they're just items I had around the house so they keep in there. With the exception of a piece of moleskin, that's about it. And my clothing. You now I went down that and thought, okay, now let me see what it costs for me to replace what I can with lighter gear. What, what would a lighter raincoat cost, a light, lighter rain pants? Um, not going to get a lighter stove. That's just not going to happen. A lighter cup, lighter clothing. I came up with, I would be, I would end up with one less ounce. I would save an ounce, but I would spend an extra $275 to save that ounce. When I did all the math, added everything up, it came out to almost $1,100 I was going to spend to save 19 ounces. I actually... Did a spreadsheet, added it all up, did all the adding, subtraction, division. I came out to roughly almost $1,100 to save 19 ounces. I've never hiked more than three weeks. So I really don't know what it's like to have to carry gear on my back for four or five months. And if I had to do it for four or five months, maybe that $1,100 to save that 19 ounces would be worth it. Maybe those 19 ounces would add up. Maybe at some point I'd be saying, I should have just spent the $1,100. I don't know. I sure don't feel that way after I've backpacked for two or three weeks. And it's also important to point out, I've never reviewed any of the gear uh, I've done research on it. These manufacturers take a lot of pride, and I give them a lot of credit for what they do. Uh, they're, they're creating jobs. They're manufacturing right here in the United States, and that deserves attention, and, 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 and I applaud them for that, and I'm sure it's worth it. I'm, I'm sure that they're charging a reasonable price, and I'm by no means bashing them. Or condemning them. But I do have to ask the question. Do the ounces versus dollars make sense? Does the math add up on this? It might. I don't know. What do you think? Why don't you contact us and tell us? Oh, here's a little special thing to add. This week, we're going to three episodes. Yes, starting this week, because you're hearing this on Wednesday. We are now going to feature three episodes a week. Yippee! Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please feel free to leave a review. If you found it helpful or useful or just entertaining, let us know. We can be contacted at PapaBearHikes at gmail.com or check us out at PapaBearHikes01 on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Get outside and have a great day. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.